Hi, welcome back to another episode of what to expect when you're arrested. My name is Sean Hendrickson. And in addition to being a podcast host on this podcast, I am also a criminal defense attorney here in San Antonio with the Sean Hendrickson law firm. We help good people like you avoid the devastating consequences of criminal charges. And today we're going to be talking about offers, what that means and how to know whether or not to accept an offer. Before we get to that, I do have a free download for you. It's four things you should be doing right now if you've been arrested. You can click down in the show notes and there's a link over there that you can take and we will send that right out to you. We do also have a free download for you. It's four things you should be doing right now if you've been arrested. You can click down in the show notes and we will send a copy of that right out to you. And if you're being charged with a crime here in San Antonio or if you have any questions about what we're talking about today, feel free to give us a call at 210-775-0852 and we'd be happy to discuss your case with you. We'd be happy to help you out. When you're charged with a crime and your case is working its way through the system, you're going to get offers from the district attorney's office. And essentially what an offer is, is when you and the district attorney's office agree to a certain level of punishment in exchange for you playing either guilty or no contest on whatever charge you're facing. And that's just generally how they work. There's a lot of different things that can happen in a uh, in a plea agreement. Now, the punishment that could be agreed to can be anything from time served, which we usually call judgment satisfied. That essentially just means that any time that you've done in jail so far it takes care of everything. You, you, you would usually have a conviction on your case because of that, but you're not on probation. You don't have to do any more jail time or anything else. Your, your judgment is already taken care of just based off of that time. Another option is that you get probation for whatever charge you're facing right now. And that can be either deferred adjudication or it could be just straight probation. And there is a big difference between the two. On deferred adjudication, it's a special type of probation where if you successfully complete your probation, then the case ultimately gets dismissed. The judge finds that there's enough evidence to convict you of this, but the judge doesn't convict you. And if you successfully complete your deferred adjudication, there's never any conviction. And ultimately, in most cases, you can actually get your record cleaned up after that. Straight probation, on the other hand, is where the judge finds that there's enough evidence to convict you and does convict you. But there's an agreement that you will do probation instead of having to do time either in Bear County Jail or going off to prison. Additionally, there's usually an agreed time period that you would be on probation and you would agree to do that certain amount of probation. And generally, if there's an agreement between the district attorney's office and the, de the defense, then normally the judge is going to follow along with that. And lastly, the deal could be that you actually serve a certain amount of time either in the county jail or in prison, depending on what level of offense you're being charged with. And again, the benefit of that is that, you know, going into the agreement, how much time you're going to be sentenced to be serving either in county jail or in prison. I mentioned earlier that there is a lot of leeway and there's a lot of different things that the defense and the prosecutor can do when they're negotiating some sort of an agreement. And that can include, depending on what you're being charged with and how many charges you're facing, some of those charges can be dismissed in exchange for playing to one of the other charges, 
or those charges can be reduced in certain circumstances also. So for example, on a DWI second, it's pretty common for the DA's office to agree to reduce the charge down to a DWI first in exchange for your plea. And you can see the benefit for you if you're facing a DWI second and they have a strong case against you, you would prefer to go through and plea to a DWI first in a lot of circumstances as opposed to taking it to trial as a DWI second where you would likely be convicted of a DWI second with higher levels of punishment. The other main benefit to taking pleas is you know what you're going to get for the most part. Ultimately, the agreement is between the defense and the prosecutor. The judge doesn't have to follow the agreement if the judge doesn't want to. However, if the judge goes with anything higher than what you've agreed to, you can withdraw your plea, start over again, and the court can't hold it against you. So if you have an agreement, let's say, for four years in TDCJ going to prison, and the judge sentences you to eight years, then if the judge doesn't follow the agreement, you can withdraw your plea and you're kind of back at square one, but nothing worse has happened to you. You're not locked into that agreement. The main question that you're going to have if you're being charged with a crime and you receive an offer uh, for some sort of agreement on that crime is, should I accept this offer or not? Ultimately, your choice as a defendant is either to take an agreement on the case or to take the case to trial. It's up to the prosecutor on whether or not to dismiss a case. And if you don't take a plea agreement and the prosecutor chooses not to dismiss the case, then ultimately that's when a case is going to trial. When you receive an offer from your attorney, you're going to want to have a conversation about what that offer is. And ultimately, what we're looking at when we're making recommendations on whether or not you've got a good offer is when you look at the facts of the case, and if you look at everything and how it's likely to play out if this case goes to trial, ultimately, you're comparing what would happen if this case went to trial compared to what you're being offered right now. On a lot of misdemeanor family violence cases, there's not much of a reason to take an agreement from the district attorney's office because if you take the case to trial, even if you lose, you're probably going to end up with something pretty similar to what the district attorney's office is offering you. So there's not much benefit in taking that offer. And there's always a chance that you're going to win a trial, even if the state has a strong case against you, because you never ultimately know what the jury is going to do. On the other hand, if the state has a really strong case against you and if they're going to be able to prove a case that's being enhanced for some reason and the offer is to waive those enhancements and to give you probation or if you're being offered deferred adjudication where you may be able to clean up your record afterward, which you wouldn't be able to do if you lose a trial, then those could be reasons why you would want to see about working out an agreement with the district attorney's office. The last thing that you'd want to see is even if you've got a good offer that you don't think you can beat at trial, then you may want to see if the DA's office is willing to come down on any of those terms. So for example, on a DWI case, it's pretty common for the state to give you their standard offer, but there's still room for negotiation on fines, the amount of community service, uh, how long probation is and certain things like that. And so even if they've got a strong case against you, you may want to ask them if they will come down on one or more of those items 
just to make sure that you're getting the best deal possible. And the last thing that I want to talk about is what you're usually going to get on an offer, at least on a probation offer, is, of course, there is going to be an agreement about how long probation is going to be and whether or not you would get probation. But usually there are going to be other items that are also going to be part of your probation where you'd have to pay fines, court costs. Usually there's community service to do. Depending on what you're being charged with, then there may be classes like on a drug case, a family violence case, or a DWI that you'd have to do. And then on DWIs in particular, there's also going to be an ignition interlock that you have to do. And so it's not just staying on probation or just paying fines that you're going to have to do. Normally, there's a little bit more involved with probation. And we will have a, an episode later on that further talks about probation and how to be successful if you do end up on probation. I hope that this has been helpful for you. If you have any question about offers or how to decide whether an offer is good or bad, please feel free to give us a call at 210-775-0852. We also have a link down in the show notes that you can click on to schedule a free consultation with us where we'd be happy to answer any questions you have or discuss your individual case with you. And we hope that you have a great day.